Hi, I'm Andrea. And I'm Laura Lee. A few months ago, we met randomly and hit it off, only to discover we had spent four years of our mid-twenties together at the same university, getting the same degree, in the same exact class, and never got to know each other. Since then, we both have lived some life. We changed cities, got married, had kids, only to find ourselves once again in the same place at the same time for a second chance at friendship. We invite you to listen in as we explore how life can be better with friends. Hey, Lorley. Hi, Andrea. How's it going? Well, good. It's uh, kind of cool and, and it looks like maybe it could rain today. I love rain. How do you, how do you feel about rain? I enjoy rain as well. Mm. I, I love a good thunderstorm. Oh, I just love too. them. I know they're so great. You oh. know, I think there are people who um, definitely love thunderstorms and some of who just hate them. Yeah, I mostly surround myself with people who love them. So it's okay. no surprise to me that you are one of those. people. <laughs> we do have a lot in common that way, don't we? <laughs> we just keep finding out more things that we have in common. That's true. You know what? I was thinking for a future podcast, we should play a never have I ever game. Oh, wow. Just sort of sort of a lightning round of, you know, likes and, and dislikes and experiences and stuff. I think that'd be pretty interesting. That's a great idea. It sounds like it would take a little more prep than we're used to doing. Yes, which is why I said a future episode, because we (laughs) did not prep for that at all. Yes. I am hoping, though, that it does not rain because I have a lost cat currently. Um, He's an indoor cat. He got out of the house and um, I'm hoping it doesn't rain because I want him to come home. Although maybe that would make him come home more. Maybe Maybe he'd be like, oh, this footloose and fancy free stuff kind of sucks when it's raining. I'm going to go home to mama. (laughs) Right, where where it's nice and warm, and yeah, hopefully. Um, Sorry. <sighs> yeah, it's um, yeah, not good. Um, I really though appreciated yesterday when you came by and offered to help look for him with well, your kids. That was super sweet. Well, you know, we were on our way home, and and we drive not really past your house, but kind of past (laughs) the house. So it wasn't exactly horribly out of the way. And I was like, and my kids are really good finders. Oh, are they? Yeah. Especially the girls. They have often been known to find, for instance, my son's, um, his, his lovey, I guess is what you call it. It's like his little thing that he's had since a baby. And he always kind of carries it around the house and leaves it in weird spots and then can't get to sleep without it. Of course. So ever since he was wee, my daughters have been, you know, okay, we're on monkey alert. Find the monkey. Where's the monkey? And oh my word, that monkey ends up in the weirdest places. Now, do you only have one monkey? Like you yeah. do? Yeah, okay. I tried to find a backup and couldn't. Like it was it was a gift from my sister and brother-in-law. Okay. When we brought him home from China and then um 
I guess I wasn't on the ball enough right at that moment. Well, you never know too, right? Like, is this going to be the thing that right. is well, of going course. To be super important? So it's not like you go out and buy a second gift of everything that he's ever gotten, right? You... <laughs> no, no, you do not do that. <laughs> I mean, that would be really good foresight and planning, but it would backfire. Yeah, so I guess by the time we realized how important a monkey was, you couldn't get him anymore. Uh, um, and the okay. tag is so faded. That he would know. <laughs> that you can't even really tell what he was, you know, like, or what what brand he was or, you know. Did Isaac ever have a, a special thing? He did. And he still does. He's 15 and he st- there's, there's still a bunch of stuffed animals in his bed. So but the one, like, what's the one that would be his? Um, he had a teddy bear with a green bow okay. on it, and he named him Green Bow. Nice. <laughs> yes, full of creativity that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's been he's never been lost. So thankfully, my my middle daughter has. Uh, I, I mean, I think she has it still somewhere, but. A lovey as well that was a bunny with a pink, like a, a head of a bunny, and then the blanky kind of part was a oh, pink, yeah, yeah. pink and white polka dot thing. So I did actually get her second one. They were slightly different, but mostly identical, except for one of them had a little embroidery um, hopping off to dreamland or something along the edge, and the other one didn't have that. But other than that, they were almost the same. And once, I don't know why, but we were trying to keep it a secret that we had to so that I could swap them up and wash it every once in a while. And then yeah. that fell apart when she realized there were two. And then she had both of them. She would carry both of them around all the time. Now, was she mad? No, no. It was like a joyful thing. What? There's two. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. So she didn't feel like you had um, no, like no. tricked her or something. More bunnies are always better than one bunny. Right. Then we lost one and we found it like years later in the in my master bedroom closet, like with Dan shares it, of course, but uh, in in and amongst my clothes on a shelf. What? I guess I had tried to hide it to the only one bunny in rotation action and I hit it so well I couldn't (laughs) find it myself. Oh, the stress, hey, that mums go through. Yeah, when they're when they're bunnies or or kitty cats go missing, it's just sad. Well, Isaac, my son Isaac, he has said that I can name him on the podcast, so I do have his permission for that. Nice, but he is actually at his dad's house this week. Okay, um, and we have two cats, and Oliver is his favorite cat. So I'm really hoping he shows up before the weekend because we haven't told Isaac yet because I'm like there's no sense in making him upset right until we know because he like Oliver could could show up right Right. he could show up that is what we're praying for that is what we are praying for God loves animals and he cares so yeah so that that's my plan but there's no way that I would be able to get a replacement cat that like that looks this, like <laughs> that looks and acts and smells and sounds exactly like Oliver, oh, right? That would be tricky. That yeah. would be very tricky. I can't handle that. So, you know, we're just hoping he shows up. Yeah. I've made all the postings to like I actually reported it to the city and I called the vet and I got his tattoo number and oh good. All that stuff. So, hopefully 
cross fingers that I will have um, a joyous announcement next podcast that Oliver has returned home. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. We When we moved to Calgary, our dog, Boo, went outside in the back lane and it was not very like maybe the second day here like we had not been here very long at all and uh and that was a terrifying maybe 20 minutes and then we found her in someone's yard they just okay. uh they left her in off the back lane and i guess they figured well we'll just wait until someone comes you know screaming a name <laughs> any <laughs> which name. is what we did <laughs> like, oh, are you missing a dog yeah okay yeah oh uh, that's good that was a, it's terrifying though, when that happens. So yeah, yeah, it is like all we've had Oliver for seven years, right? He's yeah. been part of our family. He's grown up with Isaac. Anyway, let's talk about something happier. Okay. <laughs> you are renovating your house. I thought we were talking about something happier. I was going to say, I wasn't sure if that was a happy <laughs> thing or a sad thing. How are the renovations going? Although we can probably guess from your response there. <laughs> well, just today has been a little bit frustrating. So when we moved, we bought a house that was lovely, but 80s. Mm. And there was a lot of things we, well, one thing was that all of the plumbing was something called poly B. And how I describe it to people from Manitoba, where poly B doesn't seem to be a thing, is <laughs> that it's sort of like having garden hose plumbing throughout your house. What? Yeah, it's really, it's like a flexible hose. Okay, all, all hose is flexible. But it looks like a gray garden hose. Like it, it, that's like for your do. plumbing, like for your toilets and your sinks and everything? Oh, not for anything waste related. Just okay. your water lines in. It, I guess it was popular at some point in the 90s here and in other parts of maybe the states. And then there started to be a bunch of failures. So now it is, if you have it, it's hard to be insured for it. You can find some companies that will insure poly B, especially if you've had it in place for a number of years and there's been no incident. Like generally, if it's been in place and it hasn't failed yet, then you're probably okay. But if you don't have poly B, if you have the regular PEX pipe, it's you just have more options for insurance. Right. So we figured since we were renovating the basement first and all of the poly B was exposed in that portion of the house where we were working, it would be easier just to change it out then than to wait until sometime in the future. Like it's all exposed, do it now. So that's kind right. of we're systematically going through the house and getting rid of the poly B and doing bathrooms as we go because that's where it all is. So if you have to take out a wall, that means you're taking out tile or fixtures or whatever. And since everything was very 80s, it wasn't heartbreaking to lose. <laughs> no, I'm sure not. <laughs> <laughs> so funny fact, the picture of us on our podcast logo, we were standing in the kids' bathroom. So if anyone... Oh, I can't oh, believe you told them our I secret. Told, I let the cat out of the bag. Oh. Yeah, I did. So, oh, well. Yeah. One very low, day, very low tech. Yeah, we were showering together and we thought, hey, wouldn't this make a great picture? Yeah. That's a different kind of podcast, Laura Lee. 
so now we're on the master ensuite. We've done two bathrooms so far. And the the thing was, though, is I bought all of these things in advance of the renovations to save money. Like if I found something on sale or I found mm-hmm. something at a uh, at the restore, you know, that we could reuse. Yeah. And then the cha- the plans changed. And so today we were trying to return things that we now no longer need mm. and find receipts for. So it was sort of a stressful day of like, oh. oh, I guess we, okay, that's another one for Facebook Marketplace. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, you try, you try to save money and then in the end, you're not saving anything. No, that's a trick. It's a tricky balance, really. So yeah, renovations. My hand is healing nicely. I'm almost back to full, full power on my carpal tunnel surgery hand. Nice. You got your stitches out. Oh, yes. That felt so good. Like <laughs> it, oh, it was getting to be so annoying. So mm. oh, yeah. Anyway, so I've been, yeah, not living a very exciting life over here. What has been happening in your world? What has been keeping you busy these days? Besides stressing out about my missing cat, which is only the last couple of days, I've been, I'm kind of in concert mode the last, the next couple of weeks. I play violin. You knew that. I did know that. Yes. But I don't know if we do a concert. Yes. So I'm part of a group in Calgary called the New West Symphony and Chorus. Mm-hmm. So it's a choir and orchestra. I play violin in there. I've been a member of them for about three years, I think. Okay. Yeah, the first, the very first year I joined, I one of the first emails I got from them was like, hey, we're going on tour this summer. And I'm like, what? So <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. So we went to New York and Whoa. to London on, and we did concerts there. And then England or London, Ontario, London, England. Yes. I should have, I should have clarified. Yes. We went to the UK. I know it was great now. And then when the tour was done, me and a couple friends jaunted over to Paris for a (laughs) couple of days. So yes, as one does. Yeah. Had a finished our, our holiday there and it was, it was a lovely time. I really do want to go back though. And I want to go when it is like springtime or fall because we went Mm -hmm. right at the beginning of July and it was July 2020 and there was a huge heat wave going on. So, I mean, besides the fact that it was summer, there was also like extraordinary heat happening there and it was just, it was, I was, I was physically uncomfortable for most of my vacation. Because I, I don't do well. I'm, I don't have um, a tropical sensibility is maybe what I'll call it. I do much better in like moderate temperatures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Well, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. My husband um, loves the hot and the heat and the humid. And I'm like, I'll be inside in the air conditioning. See you later. Right. Like I've been to New York twice and both times were in July and both times have been stinking hot. Oh. And so I'm like, you know, I'm sure Toronto or New York, Tor- I'm sure Toronto is lovely too, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I just misspoke. I'm sure New York is lovely if it's not 100 degrees out here. Yeah. So I would like to go back. It's on my bucket list. But anyway. September or October. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's kind of that's kind of the plan for future use i'm just gonna wait until travel in general settles down with like (laughs) airlines and restrictions and and what have you so that was a detour conversation about traveling (laughs) but i'm uh i'm also in uh pirates of penzance i'm playing in the orchestra for a local theater group that's putting on pirates of penzance so i've got four concerts a week i've got i'm gonna finish this week i've got three concerts left and then next week i have i think four three or four concerts as well and then what's that that's intense it's it's a lot yeah because that is not with new west that is a different thing yeah that's with morpheus theater group i guess they're called so, so you still have your new west things and now you have this thing yes yeah, so new see. new west is putting on uh our final spring concert at the end of may on the 28th at the bella concert hall at mount royal university okay and then that's it for the for the year oh wow we might do an outdoor concert in june but i don't know what's happening with that okay we'll see so anyway that's yes fun. Lots of busy, lots of concerts. It's it's just a really it's a good experience and and I love playing. So nice. it works out. When I'm picturing you in the Pirates of Penzance, dressed with kind of lots <laughs> of frilly blouse and, and an hat. eye patch, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a triangular kind of hat. Um, no, because um, we're in the orchestra pit and nobody sees us, <laughs> so no costumes for the orchestra. Ah. Yeah, and we all have we wear black so nobody can see us. And someone actually, some of them actually have to wear like hats on their heads because <laughs> their their hair is too light and can, would be distracting, I guess. Oh, they should wear a black bandana tied around their head. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Anyhow, yeah. So that is what's been keeping me busy for the most part. I'm doing more concerts this week because Isaac's not with me. Next week, I think I'm only. Oh. I think I think I'm only doing three. I I can't remember honestly. I try not to do too many things when he's here, even though honestly he doesn't really need me anymore. I mean, oh yeah, he does. Well, okay, but for like essential survival is what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like he can get his own food, right? You know, he he knows how to cook some things without mm-hmm. burning the house down so he doesn't need me for essential survival but right. i do try to be home when he's here obviously so you have a, a violin stunt double uh yes no are we calling it a stunt double that's <laughs> funny actually there's um there are five violinists and there's only room like physical room for two violinists per show so we rotate out oh yeah nice Oh. Well, I guess that's smart too, because with COVID and whatever, if someone's sick, you need your backup. And it's true. Oh, okay. So standby, I think that's what they're called, the the standby artists. Oh, they should really change it to stunt double violinists. <laughs> I prefer that actually. <laughs> I actually saw a really interesting thing. It was probably on Instagram, but it was behind the scenes footage of spider-man of tom holland doing his stunts but it was all before the cgi gets applied to it oh that would be very interesting it was really cool so it was done with like green screen and he had all these sensors on him 
and there were he was like jumping off of trampolines and rolling onto you know mats and stuff it was really cool yeah that would be very cool we should post a link to it if we can be that technical we will try our very hardest can, to do that find it again That's yes that hey yeah so i have a question for you are you a dog person or a cat person well i am a both person can okay. can one be a both yeah absolutely okay. pet. okay <laughs> i i had dogs on the farm when i was growing up and love and we had cats too because farms mice you know that yeah. just they go together yep. but the dogs were much more playful and you know interactive right and then especially like barn cats tend to be a little more skittish unless you really spend a lot of time with them right and then when I moved out on my own I inherited a cat from my sister and was totally a cat person like absolutely yeah love cats and then we had cats when my kids were little and then, well, one at, at a time, I guess. And then Bug was our last one and he passed away a few years ago and the kids had been begging for a dog, mostly the oldest. And now we have Boo, who is a terrier mastiff mix. And she's very, she thinks she's a lap dog, but she's really not. She's no. about 50 pounds and, um. <laughs> So she's, I'm actually scratching her neck right now because oh. like, who are you talking to? It's very Why curious. Why you pay attention to me? <laughs> I would have to categorize myself as a cat person. I prefer cats. Yeah. Um, but lately I've been thinking, you know, in a couple of years when Isaac moves out, I might consider getting a dog. Uh-huh. Just simply for the, like, companionship part of it. Yeah. I am not thrilled about the fact that with dogs, they're less, it's it's harder to, like, go away for a weekend unless you can bring the dog with you. Yeah. See, with cats, you yeah. can absolutely leave them at home for a weekend. You yeah. give them enough food, make sure they've got clean litter box and, yeah. and water, and they're good to go. So yeah, I sure. really like the... Um, the low maintenance part of cats. Absolutely. So there is definitely a bit of a trade-off. Yeah. I would encourage if you don't love for going a lot of walks, is that an actual sense going for a lot of walks? There we yeah. go. Small dogs, you know, they yeah. um, do not require as much exercise. Right. The, yeah. That'd be the only drawback to the, the bigger dog that we have right now is that she really does need a couple good walks a day or she gets a little antsy. A little antsy. Well, really, humans are kind of like that too, right? I mean, maybe not several walks a day, but... Yeah, not us. You know. We're not like that. No, no. I, tr I try to go for walks, but I've kind of fallen out of the habit. And it kind of needs to be a habit, you know? It Although, I did, I did buy myself a small folding exercise bike that I um, have in my living room. It's a wonderful piece of uh, living room decor. <laughs> But I did buy it so that it would be super easy for me to just jump on and, you know, do 15, 20 minutes of a bike ride a couple yeah. times a week. So I actually named the bike. Oh. I named him Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike the bike. <laughs> that is perfect. And it kind of makes me giggle a little bit. But that was kind of the point. It had to be something that was fun and funny. So I used to do 
a bike ride a couple times a week. And then the last couple of months I've completely fallen off the habit. And now I'm trying to do it again, start again twice okay. a week and then build from there. Well, that sounds reasonable. Well, although it's getting nicer out now, it might be more attractive to do walks now. It might be. Because I mean, I could see in the winter though, that's a great option. Yes, absolutely. But you know, and, and I, I'm thinking Saturday would probably be a good day for me to go for like a morning walk or something. Yeah. I need to find a good podcast to listen to while I'm doing it or audiobook, but probably a podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Me too. In fact, that was one of the things that drew us together. Yet again. Many months ago. <laughs> What's one of your favorite podcasts these days? I really enjoy the podcast with Knox and Jamie. They make me laugh so hard. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I've listened to them a few times. They're not in my regular rotation. Okay. But they are enjoyable. I will give you that. I find that the, like, okay, when you're, this is kind of an unrelated, related thing. When you're reading a book, it's late yeah. at night, let's say. You want to read a little bit before you go to bed. And you look at your book and you're like, yeah, I'd like to read a book. And then you look and you're like, oh, this chapter's 23 pages. <laughs> nope. That's not going to work. <laughs> I really need a six page chapter for tonight. I don't want to get invested and then have to read for 23 pages. I, I find that with the podcast is that okay. it's, it's too long. Yeah. And, and I don't know why, like if I was doing a long walk, if I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a long walk today. I need a long podcast, but I guess I get intimidated by the length of it. You bit. know what, you know, what helps me is listening to podcasts when I do unpleasant tasks, like cleaning my house, yeah. like doing dishes, like cleaning the kitchen, putting away the crap, folding, la well, actually no folding laundry. I watch TV when I'm yeah. folding laundry. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, when I do things I don't want to do, I'm like, oh, I'll just listen to a podcast. And it, it, it really does help. Hmm. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm painting. Because I can really, and the longer ones are perfect for that. Like when it, not painting, like sitting at an easel painting, but painting walls because oh, okay. I'm usually busy for a long time and my hands are dirty. So the longer the podcast, the less I have to switch to something else. And, and it's funny, do you ever drive past something and remember, oh, I was listening to this particular moment in a podcast when I was here last Never. Never? Oh, I remember that <laughs> I was painting and I was listening to the podcast and they were talking about, okay, is this going to infringe on our, our clean uh, thing? They, they were talking about nipples and I can't remember why. <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> and I had my, po my podcast on speaker and... I was laughing out loud and worried that kids were going to come in and hear just the nipple part. And uh, it was something that Jamie had said about it. And she was, oh, she was going to make a Instagram page or something for this. I don't know. I guess I should find the thing and post you, it. You might want to find the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I nearly died laughing. It was hilarious. And then... Yeah you google the thing that she said she was gonna put up there or whatever and it didn't exist she just was messing with you it was oh uh, how about you are there podcasts that you really enjoy on a regular basis 
Well, the one that I listen to almost every day is called the Bible Recap. Uh, it corresponds with if you well, you you could use a regular Bible or you could use the the Bible app and you read certain segments of it in a day or listen to it. So I'll usually do that while I'm driving home from after taking the kids to school. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to the Bible recap and the host, Tara Lee Cobble, will put a lot of, like, she'll explain the significance of what you've listened to in the big picture of the Bible and maybe historical information, local color, culture. She'll give you the significance of things. And I find that so fascinating because there's been a lot of the Bible that I've read and been like, well, I don't understand what that means. And, <laughs> you know, and I don't, yeah. I'm not a scholar that way where I'm going to find a concordance or a Bible commentary and read about it. So this has been great because she oh, cool. really sheds a lot of light on things and ties things together in a way that I never knew they could be tied together before. So that's the one I listen to daily. Okay. And it's only about 15 minutes. Like, all oh, a nice, nice, easy chunk. Yeah. Like the listening to the Bible portion as well as her, her recap of it is usually pretty uh, under 20 minutes, I'd say. Okay. And then there's a few other ones that I really like on that came from CBC, like under the influence or... I regret to inform you. Those are really good. Okay. But the one that we share. Yeah. You've taken over. I know. I'm so sorry. You are so stalkerish, but it's so cute. (laughs) Self-care club pod. (laughs) I started listening to it a number of months ago because they had an episode came up in my feed something I might like it's these two ladies from the UK who do different self-care treatments or exercises and then tell you you know if it worked for them or not and the one the first one that I listened to was perineum sunning which (laughs) basically is sun tanning your buckle Uh (laughs) I laughed so hard there's you know you could you and I could discuss that topic it would not have the same feeling as two posh women with a British accent talking about it it just <laughs> it, yeah yeah and the first episode I listened to was the one that they did on boundaries oh that's a good yeah. one it was so I think I listened to it twice, actually, it was a really good one. Yeah. But then I we had talked about starting a podcast. And I'm like, well, maybe self care club wants to have like a Canadian affiliation, and we yeah. can be the Canadian ones. And so I reached out to them on Instagram. And they're like, Yeah, thanks for the compliment. But no, you absolutely cannot do that. <laughs> um back off get your own sandwich (laughs) so I was like okay sorry about that really love your show bye (laughs) and since then you it hasn't hindered your love for their show no and you have written to them yep your DMs have been featured on their show. How many times now would you say? I don't know, like three or four, maybe. No. And just this last episode, 
they used your voice message. I know. I feel kind of famous. You're sort of like an honorary self-care club pod. Am I their, ma- am I their mascot? <laughs> uh... Maybe you're the expert. Oh, speaking of experts, you were also on the podcast oh. Unexpected Expert. I was. I have had a podcasting um, burst of, yeah, podcasting. Good run. A good run of podcasting. Yes, my friend uh, Jameson has a podcast called Unexpected Experts. And him and his co-host, who's also named Andrea, interviewed me for, I think it was just over an hour. It was one of those long podcasts. So I appreciate that you you listened to the whole thing. Well, I feel like podcast is longer than an hour. It's, like it's, it's usually over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like an hour and a half, an hour I can usually still handle, but an yeah. hour and a half. Um, and we talked about single parenting and divorce in the church. And what else did we talk about? Comedy. Cause I've yes. done some stand-up comedy in my background, which is so awesome. <laughs> Have you done stand-up comedy? Not, not meaning to necessarily. <laughs> I mean, Accidental comedy. Accidental stand-up comedy. Uh, Yes. So, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. When I listened to the unexpected experts podcast, I, I felt awful at the beginning because I thought they pronounced your name wrong. And then I realized that the host's name was Andrea, but the the last names are very similar. The last names are very similar. And she is also in the newest group. Yeah. And she got married uh, last year, two years ago. And her la- her maiden name was very similar to my last name. And then she got married and it's made even more similar to my last name. Like it, it, yeah. Like I'll tell you, I'll tell you after what the name okay. was, but so now I'm just on our Slack channel. I'm just known as Andrea, the violinist so that she could be known as her name because people were getting us confused all the time. And I was getting her DMS and she was getting my DMS and it was, a logistical nightmare. Wow, <laughs> Have yeah. you known a lot of people with your name? Well, Penner is a pretty popular name, right? In Manitoba, right? But what about Laura Lee? Oh no, my sister had a friend in high school whose name was Laura Lee. Okay, so there were two Laura Lees in Swan River, Manitoba, at one point, and. I think if you have maybe, to think that hard, then yeah, no, can, I think I may yeah. have run into one more at some point in my lifetime, but mostly it seems like there's a lot more lore lies, yeah, especially on TV. And so I often get called Lorelei, okay, like from Gilmore Girls, yes, yes, and also because of the Lorelei, um, in you know, in Germany, there's this sculpture, it's the, the Lorelei were those mermaids who would sing so beautifully that it would cause the ships to crash oh the sirens yeah like the sirens okay there's like the Lorelei and I had a boss at one of my jobs I worked there for 12 years and the entire time he called me Lorelei even though I corrected him at the beginning then I just give it gave up yeah that's your nickname now (laughs) (laughs) could be worse I guess yeah yeah could be known as new girl or something yeah for 12 years oh 12 years yeah i don't (laughs) think there's any excuse for that that's just speaking of work though um i do have to get back to work because we're doing this on my lunch hour speaking of lunch i have to do lunch 
Can I just update on the vegetarian fake meat yes. experiment? Yes. How's that going? Well, it didn't work out great because what I found out was my husband cannot have soy and beets because they are full of oxalates, which can help to create kidney stones, which is something that he suffered with in the past. So oh. he tries to avoid those things. Okay. Most of the faux meat out there is made mm-hmm. with soy. Yep. Except for one, and I, I think it's the Beyond Meat stuff. Okay. It's not made with soy, but they use beet juice to make it look like it's bleeding. Oh. Yeah. So, or to give it the pinkish color or whatever. Yeah. So he can't actually, so I couldn't sneak it into his food without no. really giving him a kidney stone attack. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I made two lasagnas, one with impossible meat and the other one or impossible beef, whatever, impossible burger and the regular stuff in another um, lasagna. And my son tried the impossible burger and he thought it was great. He couldn't tell the difference. And I thought it was actually pretty tasty too. So, okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. And I had at Ikea yesterday, the plant balls, which quite frankly need a different name, but that's a horrible name. Isn't it? They were actually pretty tasty too. So, I'm, I'm finding a lot of really yummy things, actually. Well, there you go. Go figure. That's good to know. And now I'm going to find something yummy, hopefully, right now to eat. For lunch. Yes. Oh, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening into our conversation. We really hoped you enjoyed it and will subscribe to our podcast to catch future episodes. Please follow us on Instagram at betterwithfriends.pod or email us at betterwithfriends at outlook.com. We would really love to connect with you. Until next time. Thank you.